Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Club. This is the place everyday real estate investors gather to share their best stories, biggest insights, and favorite tactics to grow a portfolio of cash-flowing properties in today's market. Here's your host, Gabe Peterson. All right, we are back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have Nancy and Palmy Kitty, the Kitty Sisters, apartment syndication on our investors and entrepreneurs, as well as podcast hosts for the Cashflow Multipliers. Nancy, Palmy, thank you guys very much for showing up. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Gabe, for having us on. We're so excited to be on your show today. All right. All right. I told you before we hopped on here, we always start with stories. We like to hear how people you know, gotten into real estate in the first place because they're never linear. And so why don't you guys take us to your story? How'd you guys get uh, started, you know, way back when? Sure. You know what? You're you're completely right. None of the stories are very linear when you talk about like how different ways people get into real estate. And for us, it's a pretty interesting one. So Nan and I, we were in the fashion business for a long time. And so we were manufacturing women's clothing. Um, It was a good business. We were making really good money. Um, And we were actually really proud that we we're doing so well that we only needed one source of income. Yeah. So, so we're like, yeah, this is great. Everything was running smoothly until one day out of the blue, our biggest client decided to shut down all their stores. Mm. Just mm. like that overnight, 95% of our income, what we thought was stable was no longer stable. We became obsolete overnight. Yeah. So we had no back plan, no backup plan. So we had to quickly thinking like think, okay, what can we do? And that's when we stumble upon um, real estate investing. And we first start off as like, you know, flipping single family homes and we quickly realize, oh my God, that is like a lot of time, skill and, you know- Not HGTV. Yeah, (laughs) we we had a try with our HGTV kind of moment, but it's not not as easy as they've made it sound. Yeah, Yeah, so we kind of got introduced to apartment invest, like syndication, and we started off as- um, like so many people just starting off as passive investors to learn about it. And as we start investing and we're like, oh my God, this is pretty cool. We're getting like, you know, monthly quarterly cash flow. We're like, okay, like this is something maybe like um instead of doing flipping, let's flip a switch and do something that can be more scalable. And that's when we start doing apartment investing. Yeah. And the other thing is like we felt it was a really um complimentary business. At the time when we're flipping, we have a lot of short-term capital gains from the flipping yep. business, six less than 12 months. And that part where the tax benefits of multifamily really attracted us to the idea of like, hey, we're making good money. It's still, it's a lot of work flipping, but we, we're making money. Now, do we want to pay 50, 60% of that back to the government or do we want to keep a majority of that? And that's where that light bulb went off and like, okay, not only are we going to make money cash flow, but we get to keep all of them, our money as well, which is the most important part Yep, through the 1031 exchange program. Yep. Um, bonus depreciation. So basically like, yeah. So like we're getting, you know, as a full-time real estate professional, we're getting, uh, 80 to hundred percent of the investment amount off, um, in taxes right year one. So that's where we're like, okay, you make a hundred thousand, you, you make 200,000, you invest, right. You make 200,000, for example, you invest a hundred thousand, you get $100,000 in K-1 loss year one to offset your ordinary income. Or you invest the whole thing, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But the point is, it's never really about like how much money you make. It's always about how much money you keep. And that's why apartment syndication to us was really attractive. Yeah. 
Perfect, man. I love it. I love your guys' story, especially you started in fashion. You were so you guys were actually making the clothes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, a lot of you. Like this this shirt you made. Like a lot of you <laughs> said, we're from like textile to tax savings. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's, it's totally different. Totally different as far as like type of um, asset, but at the same time, it's like the business is the same. Managing people, managing um, different type of vendors, the type of relationship and communication. It's you can really transfer a lot of those skill sets into this business. Yep. Business, business is business. As they say, it doesn't matter what you're doing. There are, there are commonalities among every, amongst everything. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I mean, you guys were in fashion. It, you, you were going down the road that you thought was very stable and then boom, all of a sudden it's gone because of that one vendor. Yeah. Um, I've been in, I mean, back when I was uh, first launching businesses, I was trying to do uh, digital marketing consulting. And so I was doing digital marketing for people and I lost one of my clients and I was like, wow, I was in the same situation. So I understand when you're in a business and you're de- dependent upon one source of cash flow, it doesn't matter how stable you think that is, it can be pulled out from under you. And that's when you need things like real estate to uh, to keep it up. I love how you said that. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well um, so you guys, you were flipping, but you didn't go into single family uh, rentals. You went straight to apartments. Why did you make that that transition? Actually, our real estate journey started off with um, rentals. And then while we were still doing fashion, and then when we started to look for active income, that's when flipping comes in and then multifamily. And the the single family that we looked into was very like close by. So very expensive. You live in Los Angeles. And we really, at the time, didn't understand or realize that properties can actually cash flow. Like as simple as that, <laughs> you know, I know right now it sounds kind of silly, but like at the time we were like, moment. we thought oh, appreciation, we like thought, okay, LA, it's a great market. So therefore in 30 years, maybe the property will double in value. Mm. Not thinking about all the interest that we're paying into it is contributing. Like it, you're going to end up paying double, right? Like whatever the purchase price is. So that was like the pre being knowledgeable about actually what real estate the game is about. And then like, when we transitioned from flipping to multifamily, that's when we were like getting, having a lot of people tell us like, Oh no, these, this is actually how it should be. And we're like, okay, now we get it. That's funny. That must've been a, a really nice surprise to be like, wow, yeah. there's money coming in every month. That is that's really great. It was like a really like, I mean, like I think, we looked I, at each other. I think we were, that's our joy of opening our inbox. Like, yeah. you know, on a regular basis, it's like, ding, oh, like, you know, distribution <laughs> right now, you know, and then, as like we start, you know, to, I mean, right now we're still actively also passive investing as well as actively um, acquiring deals. So um, we're just, we just love the notification. Yeah. But <laughs> it was it. definitely it like, it was definitely like, oh, we've been doing like, basically it one of those was like, seriously. And I'm not under, I'm not overstating this. It's like a life changing moment when you realize like what you were doing, what you thought was the right way to do things is completely wrong. Yep. I think that goes back to say we actually didn't know that there's different type of income. Yeah. We just thought, oh, if you want you, you something, want money, work. you have to trade your time for money. We didn't know there's such thing as passive income, even though we had rental because there we was no rent, there was no passive income. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't know. Like once we knew, we're like, okay, we then we could we we kept going. We didn't. And I think that's kind of like our mission to you know help high level entrepreneurs secure financial future while paying as little taxes as possible through apartment syndication yeah, to help people learn um, from our mistakes and now be aware that it's possible. 
Yep. No, it is, uh, you know, once you get those first few checks um, coming in from, from, you know, monthly disbursements, or just if you're doing a passive events from quarterly disbursements, it's, it's pretty good. It's, uh, is an eye opening experience. So I'm glad you guys are, are preaching the good word out there. Um, so you guys are in apartments. That's your main thing. Why did you decide apartments and not any other type of commercial asset? Um, I think most important um, is that we believe in real estate. So we both came from like a fashion backgrounds where laborers can be outsources to Mm. so many different countries. So we wanted to be in an industry where we can't be outsourced. People are always going to need housing to stay. Like Pong can talk a little about even about COVID. Like, yeah, like, so basically um, our thesis going into apartments was like, we're going to, people will always need a place to stay. And we've, we did our research going back um, a few different recession cycles. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to make sure like, okay, now that we're not going to let that happen again, like what happened to us in the fashion business. So let's, if we're going to pick something, let's, let's do the research and let's see historically what have done well on in when there's economic downturns. And at the time we did our research and we discovered that, Hey, multifamily, the drop were insignificant during a recession. We went back to like 01, 2008 and the pandemic actually and the pandemic. really proved that out, which is like the order is to stay at home. It's the only thing you could do. <laughs> right. And so basically with that thesis, we were like, okay, not to say that other investment asset class may be great as well, but for us, we found like this is a good space for us. Yep. And I think yep. like if you study like the top one percent, you will know either they own real estate or if they sold their business, they will reinvest that money into real estate. And for us, because we're luckily we we knew quickly that single family wasn't what we really wanted. The next one was multifamily, multifamily that was presented to us, so that's how we got in. Yep. Yeah. And I like that. I mean, I like that you guys do have a focus. I mean, you have apartments, that's what you're doing. That's what you're focusing on. Um, it's so easy. At least I had a problem when I got into commercial on the commercial side that you just want to do every type of asset, you know, mobile home parks, self-storage, uh, multifamily strip centers, whatever it is, there's just so much opportunity yeah. out there. Um, but you guys are doing the right thing. You're focusing, you're niching down because then you really become an expert in that asset class. And that is where uh, the money is made. And also where you just get the most, in my opinion, the most um, the feeling that you're making an impact. So love that you guys are doing that. So how about you're in, you're in apartment buildings, you're in um, LA and yeah. buying an, an apartment building in LA is, I mean, that's ridiculous. You're paying gazillions of dollars. I don't I mean, even know yeah, I mean, how much they cost, but I can imagine it's very expensive. We don't even know because we don't buy in LA. So our assets are in Phoenix, Arizona, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, mm, yep. Atlanta, Georgia. So I, I don't know what LA prices are. And I really don't want to know. Yep, that's, uh, that was <laughs> yeah. going to be my question is where are you guys investing? I love that you said uh, DFW because I own two self-storage facilities out there. Um, DFW, great Metro. So cool yeah. you guys are out there. Is there a reason why you focused Texas or what was your criteria when you started looking for a good metro to buy an apartment building in? So, okay. The first very basic reason was like our first passive investment was in Dallas. So um, very natural progression to start looking, being told like, Hey, this is a great market. We didn't know we were very, and I'm sure maybe you were like this before as well. Like we were in an LA bubble. Hmm. So we didn't know that the rest of the country is thriving. We just thought like, 
the best, like the best thing I like. Is this is the here. only city that matters. <laughs> yeah, we're very wet. We were very West, not even West Coast. We're like very, like I said, very LA centric. Yeah. So then we started educa- getting educated from the, all, all the people we were investing in. It was like, why Dallas? And so we learned. So now we have our own kind of criteria, basic top levels, like population growth, um, economic growth, rental growth. And anywhere that area that can still have that for the next five years, that's where we want to invest our money. Yes. And we also look for like different economic drivers mm-hmm. because, you know, like Las Vegas, we heard for years that you, we should invest in with Las Vegas. But as we all know, it's more of like a it's still like casino entertainment kind dependent. of business. So we're looking for any area that can have like medical tech you know, manufacturing, like manufacturing, aerospace, finance, healthcare, yep. and solid DF- economic drivers. And it checks all that, right? The FW kind of check out all, all yeah. the areas. So that's why we started there. I love it. And I, I really like that you guys mentioned, you kind of have three metrics that you kind of use. And that is so important that you have those because it can, you know, if you're marketing nationally, it's very easy to, to get stuck and try to figure out like, oh, is this a good market? Is it not? But you mentioned, you know, net positive migration is the city growing. That is so important. And then do they have good economic indicators? Do they have a positive growth in their economic sector? You can just focus on those two metrics. You can mm-hmm. easily decide if, uh, if, a, if a metro is worth investing in. So love that yeah. you guys are doing that. Um, the next question is, where are you guys looking to next? Okay. So, I mean, like, it's it's easy. It's almost like what you said about different asset classes within commercial. It's easy to see, like, the shiny, the next shiny object and go, like, I want to be in Florida. I want to be in the Carolinas. But bandwidth-wise, we don't feel like right at the second we're able to – we feel like there's so, so many opportunities. I think, I think what, what Palmy mean is, like, we want to stick with our niche. Yeah, like, we want to we want to drill down to be expert, like you said, in the specific submarkets. Mm-hmm. And we feel like there's so much opportunity in Dallas, in Atlanta, in Phoenix, where we can go, we can drill down very deep and yes. still have an impact versus spreading ourselves, flying all around the country to different markets and trying to learn a new new area. And for us, like every time we um, involve in a deal, we really want to have boots underground. Yep. We never want to, you know, bring investment opportunities to our investor and like, hey, this is like, you know, yeah, like South no Dakota, there. like, and you have a team there. Or <laughs> we something. don't know anything about it, but here's a deal. Yeah, like, yeah, yes. yeah. So, so we want to like, you know, like, um, continue have a, have the focus. Yeah. Yep. And I, I mean, you mentioned it having boots on the ground. I feel like that for me is super important. Once you get in a metro and you mm-hmm. start, you know, building your team, you have people, your your maintenance guys, you have your vendors, you have your property manager. You know, everybody's there. Once you have that, it's just you don't want to leave it. It's, you oh. have it. You know these people. You trust them. Having yeah. to build another team somewhere else, um, you know, there's not there's not much benefit to that. So right. that's cool. You guys are focusing in. Um, I just took a look at the clock. We are rounding the corner, so it is time to jump into the quick question round. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's what I was looking for. I love it. Jesus was always ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first question is about books or just any form of education. If you guys are into YouTube or podcasts, whatever. Um, but give me two recommendations: one for general life wisdom, and then one for real estate specific. Um. Okay. So I the two books that comes to mind. The first one is like um, Atomic Habits. I think oh, that's yeah. a good book, just just general. Um, the second one, I would say real estate that kind of I mean, well, this is like the, the you book know, that start our 
whole thing, her whole thing would be the little purple book that probably everybody has read or should or, we read? Yeah, about which is um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. Ooh. The Bible of real estate. I love it. Yeah. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yes. Um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. And then you said Atomic Habits. Yes. That's also a good one. I read that I think a couple of years ago and I was just anything about habits. I'm, I'm a sucker for a habit book because they're, it's so important to, to get good habits, which actually brings us to the next question. Habits form the foundation of our life. So if you could point to one thing you do day in and day out that bring the most, that contribute the most to your overall health, well-being, happiness, what would that be? <laughs> I think, um, uh, where we always reminded of our goals, like our big goals and our big goals isn't like, you know, to make more money for ourselves or anything, but we really feel that because we went through so much already that we actually really want to make an impact in this world. And for us is, you know, helping other people's achieving financial freedom so that they have time. They can be mothers. They can be fathers. They can, you be know, present. be present to your kids because, we know like when we were trading a lot of time for money, life was just happening. Like the life that we want just happened without us. Right. Yep. You know, we would be missing like family reunions and everything else. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I always like to say it's it's not financial freedom that people are looking for. It's time freedom. And that is what financial freedom gives you is the ability to just to dictate where you're going and when you're going to be there. Yep. So I love that. And that moves us to the next question, which is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Nancy and and Paul, me, who were, say, still in fashion, you guys were yeah. making the beautiful blouses that you're wearing now. Um, go back to them, look them in the eye, give them one piece of advice moving forward. Okay, this is simple. I think go, we go. just, we just, we just record this podcast actually on our podcast is that what we wish we did differently. And that would be, I mean, it's pretty simple. We would have started sooner, we mm-hmm. would have gone bigger. Yes, bigger, oh. faster. And also learn how to protect our boundary you know, like oh, not. Okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah. yeah, that's great. Go sooner and go bigger. I like that. That's been echoed across so many episodes here. Any investor, once they get into real estate, they're just like, man, I just wish I had done this sooner because once you get started, you're like, damn, this, this works and it's fun. So yeah. love that moves us to the next question. Um, we've actually already touched on this a little bit, but I'm going to ask it anyways, the United States, it's a big place, which means there's yeah. a lot of opportunity to invest. So if you could point to one market that you're most excited about, what is that? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I was going to, I thought you were going to say DFW, but Phoenix. Oh, right. because so- you know, like we have like deals, um, we have, we, we've been like really fortunate to have like, um, like our deals gone full cycle. So one of the deals that have gone full cycle is the one in Phoenix, Arizona, which is our really first, um, very first multifamily. Syndication. And it was like in 27 months, we were able to give back 2.85 X equity multiple to our passive investors. So we're really excited about we're Phoenix. excited about that market. DFW is a very it's a mature but very strong market. And we still buy, we're still looking to buy there. We yes. made an offer yesterday on a property there. We're very, very bullish. But if you want to go like Los Angeles, Phoenix, only 50 minutes as well. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I love it. Yeah, Phoenix. Um, my parents actually, you know, there's so many boomers who are looking to move down there. My parents were just down there looking to buy a house. Um, so I'm, I'm sure so it's growing quite a bit. Buy now, but don't wait till next year. It's going to be more expensive. Really interesting. It's growing that much, huh? Every year. The oh price, my God. Every month. Every month. It, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's- I believe it. I believe it. All right. And that leads us to the very last question. And this one is for the listeners. You guys have given us a lot of good advice about apartment syndications, about getting back up when you, when you get kicked down. Um, so I'm sure people want to reach out and say, hi, what is the best way for them to do that? 
Um, so they can reach us on our website, thekittysisters.com. Um, oh, we have so much fun coming to your podcast. So you can follow us on Instagram at the Kitty Sisters or follow our podcast, Cashflow Multipliers Podcast, where we drop two episodes on every Tuesday and Thursdays on tips, tricks, and all apartment investing. Yeah. Perfect. That is Cashflow Multipliers. Um, and that is a podcast. I'll put the, sh- the link in the show notes. So if anybody wants to hop on that, go ahead and click the more in the description. It'll pop down in the full description. In there, you can find Kitty and Palmy's list or links. So <laughs> Kitty, Palmy, thank you guys very much for showing up. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have so much fun for real. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the real estate investing club.com. Other than that, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses. When you download the ebook today, all we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at the real estate investing Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.
All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.